Get important people to notice you by being authentic with who you are and what you bring to the table. All you said was, I'm a hustler. Yeah. Number one thing that I see people, especially, you know, from, you know, people like us, we come from the streets. Yeah. We don't, we, we don't have a silver spoon. I mean, probably didn't even have a dirty spoon. <laughs> <laughs> come and, on. Come and, on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, you know, people look at us and, and they wonder the how, you know, how did you go from the rags, the riches, or, you know, from poverty to prosperity? Listen, man, I didn't lose my fight. I changed my life. Yeah. I didn't lose my fight. I took risks. You standing on the corner selling flowers is a risk because you got cash in your pocket. Mm -hmm. And anybody who's out there looking for cash, you see somebody selling something on the corner, obviously they're going to have loose cash in their pocket. Most people don't think about that. That is a risk. It is a risk. You can't leave your hustle and go to the real world, become a licensed agent and lose your ability to fight and take risk. The only reason that I've been able to make millions, I would trace it back to the fact I'm a risk taker. I take risk, I'm calculated, but I take risk. But like what you just said really, really impresses me because I feel like I've raised a lot of Right place, right time, caught the right person's attention, and I was invited to a table that I never invited myself to sit at. I earned it. So look, Johnny, I wanna I wanna dive and ask you a couple quick questions since we're going back and forth on this. So <laughs> let's process, get it. Let's right? get it. So you know, I know your story, right? And I know you talk about it in your book and talk about some of the things you had to do to kind of make where it's at. And I believe, like you know, really, we're both hustlers. Like right? at the end of the day. We've only known one thing, how to go out and get it. It wasn't something that someone gave us. It wasn't something that we had, uh, you know, we had to go uh, have someone just hand it over to us. We went to go work for it. Yeah. What would be the number one thing if you had someone coming up, right? And you said to them, you know, if I could give you one piece of advice, just one, right? This would make all the difference in the world. What would that be for you? Depending on what industry they're looking to be in, I would say find somebody who absolutely has the lifestyle that you desire today. Yes. And the key word is today because you may pass that person up in the next years, in the next decade. So find somebody today that has a lifestyle that you desire. And here's the key. If you trust them and if they have your best interest in heart, here's what I would tell you. Do exactly what they say until it makes sense. I like that. I like that. So do exactly as they say until it makes sense. So be dive here, yeah, yeah, well, here's yeah, why, yeah, because yeah. if you're where I want to be and you say, Johnny, I need you to, I need you to make 10 appointments a day. And if I say why, or if I want to like, that means I don't trust you. Right. So I want to follow somebody who has the lifestyle that I desire. However, I, I, I have to trust them, which means, Sometimes why and how is none of my business. If you're my coach and you give me an audible, what's an audible? If I'm taking the ball up to the hoop, right? I'm taking the ball up to the hoop and the zone is, is, is open and I'm going in and the coach from the side says, pass the ball. It's not my team. 
I may have a 100% guaranteed shot ahead of me, but I got to trust that coach so much that he sees something I don't see. I'm in the game. He's on the outside looking in. It's his job to protect me or her job to protect me. So if they call an audible and they say pass the ball, even though I see the shot, I got to trust this coach so much that I swallow my agenda, put my personal agenda to the side and pass the ball to my teammate. That's an audible. I got to find people in my life that I will follow wholeheartedly even when I don't understand. I don't have time to say, hey, time out. Why did you say pass the ball? What did you see that I didn't see? No, that, that's not success. Success is not finding out in the now. Success is following people who have, a, who have a passion and desire to protect you because they see what you don't see. So do exactly what you're told to do until it makes sense. So simply put, to quote our famous friend Les, you can't see the picture when you're in the frame. When you're in the frame, 100%. <laughs> I got a question for you, if you don't mind. No. Okay, can I switch it? Can I, can I, can I, can I take this one? Because I know you're, we're on your show. You're on my show. We're having a lot of fun. I want to talk about money talk. Tell me a little bit about, you know, my show is called Masters of Wealth. Yours is money talk. Break it down to me like I'm five years old. Sure. sure. So to me, money talk is really simply this. Being in a room to hear from individuals who have had success and who have figured out a way to create wealth, but not only just wealth, how to find how to create balance amongst money. They understand how money works. They get the concepts of money. They understand at the end of the day that whatever their grind is, whatever that job they're trying to make happen, whatever that entrepreneur business model that they're going to follow, they figured out a way to make it all work and put it in place. I believe that money falls into every aspect of anything that you do. And yep. so when I decided to do money talk, it was like, you know what? I know I can call up my good friend JW over there and say, hey, tell us how you've made multis of millions of dollars and help people <laughs> all over the country, you know, to kind of become successful. You know, yeah. I think there's many different ways to create wealth, right? But unfortunately, not everybody has access, as you said earlier, right, has access to be able to sit on like a fly on the wall and listen to these types of conversation on how to make things happen. And so for me, I'm fortunate enough to have some really good friends, some good colleagues and people that I've learned and got to meet over you know, the years in the game. And mm -hmm. I want to be able to just get them on the, on the phone, talk like we're talking right now and see if they share some insights so that the next cat that's coming up is listening to this story and says, I could do that. You know, I see I something that. out there that I can learn from that. And uh, let me that. find another way to make it happen. So that's what Money Talk is all about. You know why I love that? Because everything that you just said is, I want to serve. Yes. I want to serve. I want to serve. I want to serve. And when I find people, I don't care what industry you're in, when I find people who are maximizing their industry because they love to serve, they'll never have burnout. And, right. and, and I, I, I've never seen you burnt out. <laughs> And it's only, be, I mean, it's got to be attached to the passion and the fact that you care. And you, we, we've all heard it. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And you care. You brought your kids. Now, let me let's talk about that. So your sons, both of your sons are licensed? So my oldest son is licensed. Well, both of my sons are insurance licensed. My oldest son is working on getting his Series 65 license and some of the Series licenses. Uh, he should be taking a test at the end of this month. So we'll see how that all plays out. Um, but yeah, man, they're all in the game and my wife's license, you know, so she's got her insurance license as well. And 
you know, it's like a family business, man. I think in the end of the day, it. I want to be able to pass that on generational wealth, right? You know, one thing I've learned is that the, the beauty of the financial services industry, you can truly create a dynasty, right? And start to build and at the same time serve people like you just talked about, right? Yeah. I mean, imagine seeing someone who has worked 30, 40, 50 years and now they're trying to retire and their life savings, they got to go find somebody who they trust, who they give this money to and give access to. And they got to find the person who's going to look out for their best interests and not like be like one of these other guys out there that's looking out for their own selves. Yeah. I feel like this is where we come into play, right? We, we are here to help you know, make a difference for our clients, but make sure not only do they get to retirement, but they get through retirement, right? Because mm -hmm. retirement is, is the end all be all for some people, right? And yeah. I think that's where it plays a role. So for us, you know, we call them as being a part of the family, you know, and our goal is to try to make them feel like they're part of this family. And if they see the family environment when they walk into the door and, and notice that, you know, it is a big, you know, uh, extension of their family, we're co-creating together, it just works. So it's been yeah. doing extremely well. You know, one of the things that I'm excited about right now, man, is like we're kind of transitioning a little bit right now where we're getting more into the part that I'm passionate about, which is close to the teaching and the coaching side and, and speaking about money and talking about wealth and stuff like that, which I love doing. So yeah. getting on those stages and talking has just been a lot of fun because there's it's 25 years experience that I got right now, man. I've been doing this for a minute, you know? <laughs> so, and, and that's a good point. I want, I want people to know how to get in touch with you from my show, our, our, our followers and things like that. But before I ask you that question, you got somebody who's watching right now in Miami, right? You're in Los Angeles, California. Is that somebody that you would coach from a distance or is that somebody that you can actually take on as a client? Both. So, you know, we're licensed in pretty much almost every state, right? And any state that we're not licensed is just as simple as filling out a piece of paper, right? Um, yeah. So from a standpoint of gathering assets and taking on those assets for them, we can totally do that. From a coaching standpoint, definitely we can do that as well. I mean, the beauty of, you know, today's age, we live in technology. Here we are, I'm in Los Angeles, you're in Texas, and we got a full-on insight and communication going on. And yeah. This is exactly how I do most of my, you know, conversations with my clients. We're sitting there talking. They get to see my inflections in my face and my voice and everything else. And so it's the same conversation that you were sitting right across the table from me. So, yeah, that's the beauty of this. I love, man, you know what's crazy is as a licensed insurance agent, mm -hmm. I've been licensed for, I just renewed my license uh, three days ago because it's every, every two years in Texas. I'm non-practicing, but I just, I, it took me three times to get my one <laughs> health insurance and life insurance and life. <laughs> three times brother three times I was 20 years old three times I finally got it and I never thought you can do insurance and financial advising through technology right because in my days bruh we walk into the office they put a stack of leads and they start start dialing not to see it not listen <laughs> just to set appointments Right, right. So my Mondays from I'd say like 9 to 1 p.m., 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. was nothing but me setting appointments for my week. And I was really good on the phone setting appointments. But I never thought to myself, you could do this like this now. That's crazy. That's amazing, man. Look, I got to ask you a question now. So here's, here's a question I want to know. I was listening to another interview, and it was uh, with Kevin Hart. He had made a conversation. He talked about yeah. branding, right? And he said, 
that he knows he's a comedian, he knows he's funny, right? But that wouldn't make him a billion dollars, right? How important is it to build a brand? Is the first question. And then secondly, how do you expose that brand so you get more people to know who you are so it becomes yeah. a household name, you know, from your standpoint? Yeah. To me, Kevin Hart is, a, is a, he's a literal freak of nature. Like he is, he's in a league of his own. Um, he has this energy, man, that he's 10 steps ahead of anything that you can call his competition. Like, think about that. Like, who's Kevin Hart's comp competition? I don't know who they are. They right. haven't showed up yet, but he knows they're coming. Right. So what he does is he creates this brand and he masters the brand. So I would love to have a team that brands me the way he is branded. But you know, the truth is he's the team. Yeah. So uh, having your brand is incredibly important because you've got to create your own shelf space. Like to me, your brand, Corey, is the fact that your children are already following your lead without you forcing them or dragging them into an industry. That means that they sat back and watched you for years and said, I love what daddy does. Yeah. I want to do that for people. That's your brand. You create your brand by being the message that you bring. You create your brand by being authentic to your, you know, whatever your call or whatever your mission is. I learned this a couple of years ago. I was in Los Angeles negotiating another television show that, um, last television show that I, that, that, that I was negotiating. Um, P. Diddy's show, The Four, came and like I was this close and they put all their attention on that show. But the point is, the key word in that industry right now is organic. If you want to create a brand, be organic to who you say you want to be. The reason I'm doing this show is because I want to, I want to be seen organically making impact in individuals' lives that's not attached to a check, it's not attached to a you know, commission. None of you watching this right now are gonna send me a check because you saw this. Right. And I'm not saying you won't send me a check because you won't buy any of my products or services. I'm saying I'm not getting paid to do this, but I'm organically being seen in my passion of wanting to help people. So your brand is incredible, but, but what you really have to understand is you got to be organic to your brand. Don't be telling me that you, you're passionate about teaching people the, you know, the importance of being a vegan and I, and I got a picture of you at McDonald's, you know, uh, you know, eating a Big Mac. You're not, you're not organic to your brand. <laughs> right. Come on. Come on now. <laughs> so, man, I got to tell you, what, what's next for Johnny, man? You said you talked about TV shows. You talked about... Different real estate transactions, speaking world, that kind of thing. A new book probably coming, I'm sure, on the horizon. Yeah. Working uh, on a new book right now. Yeah, um, so what's next, man? You know, I want to help people develop their brand. I really want to help elevate individuals who have a brand, and I want to elevate them to my audience. And the reason I want to do that is that's what Les Brown did for me. Okay. Les Brown basically, at some point, I earned enough respect from him where he said, here's my microphone, show me what you got. Now, you got to understand, that's a... 30-year-old microphone he handed me. Today, it's 40, 50 years old. He handed me a microphone that he built for 30 years, but I had to earn that trust. Basically, all he's saying is, I want the world to know who you are.
So I'm working on collaboration books. I'm like right now I'm on the hunt looking for people who have breakthrough stories because I want to take their story to the world. Helping people, help, helping people become a published author is helping them establish their brand. So that is something I'm really high on right now. I think about American Idol. I think about the X Factor, the voice. Those are platforms where people are being elevated because these giants who have this following of millions and millions of people, these networks who have these following of millions and millions of people basically said, hey, her name is Fantasia. Show us what you got. Her name is Kelly Clarkson. Show us what you got. I want to do that. I want to say, hey, this is the next young and up and coming Les Brown. Let me show you what he has. What do you, let me show you what she has. I'm, I don't know where I'm going to be five years from now, but that's where I am right now. Right now, I want to help people elevate their brand the same way Les Brown did with me. I like that, man. I do. And how about you? Let me return this question on. You have accomplished a lot. You have a lot of titles under your belt. You can't take those titles with you. What's next for you, Corey? You know, very similar to what you're saying, man. I'm looking right now to find a protege to learn how to give that insight, man. I think, um, you know, my sons, I've definitely have been super impressed with them. My oldest has just surpassed anything I could ever think of when it comes to this age, and he's already you know, into trading and stocks and my 19 year old. I, so I, I believe that we've done a really good job of bringing our children up the way we want to bring them up. I think now it's about me trying to figure out a way, how do I get on a bigger stage? How do I get on a bigger platform? How do I tell more people about how to create wealth and money habits and, you know, finding how to deal with, you know, the world of finance, you know, because I believe it's something that you must know. And I think the fact that we don't teach it to our kids and to, you know, people in college until later on in college, you know, it's something that must be on a, on a day-to-day basis, right? So I got to figure out a way how to get on a bigger stage, a bigger platform to talk about money and how to create wealth. So that's where my focus is right now. Well, I love that, man. I want to be a part of that. I want to share stages with you across the United States. Uh, let me know when you got something going on in LA again, man. Um, I would love, I mean, I mean that genuinely because I remember the first time I came in, a part of one of your workshops. I just remember the room. I remember the hunger. I remember the passion. And I, I remember, you know, how people felt afterwards. And that's really important to me that people feel like, when's the next one? Right. And that's important. So I want to be a part of that, brother. You know, Johnny, I thank you so much for being on this show today. Money Talk LA is always about finding the right individuals who can help us take it to another level. And as always, you know, it's always good to talk to somebody. Even when you don't talk all the time, you know that you still got that connection and that relationship, man. 100%. And I do appreciate that, that honesty and that authentic side of our relationship. So I'd love to come back, man. Money talk, that, 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 just those two words alone makes me want to come back on your show again and again and again. Thank you, Corey Chapman. I greatly appreciate it, man. It's an honor to be on your show. All right, my man. Have a good day, and you guys be well and blessed out there. All right. Be better. Bye. <laughs>